In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis and quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, the one and only Max Kaiser. I just popped in from the other universe, and I want to tell you, the Bitcoin's already trading at $10 million per coin in that universe. We're all living in the past. As we approach the Bitcoin singularity and the cosmic now, we all see and live this price. The ones who never get there are incapable of seeing the truth. Preach. Also in today's show, crypto analyst says the Bitcoin structure is bullish, predicting a parabolic rally for the king crypto. I'll be breaking down his latest targets. Also in today's show, breaking news, an Ethereum insider drops a bombshell. That's right. The ETH founders fraud is bigger than the FTX fraud, according to this insider. Quoting him here, Ethereum is the fraudulent elephant in the room. In plain sight, 1000x bigger than Sam Bankman Freed, Joe Lubin and Vitalik Buterin have been at the front with corrupt officials at the highest levels of federal agencies such as Clayton, Gary Gensler, and many more. I'll be breaking down this bombshell for you. Also in today's show, Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki says Bitcoin provides lifelong financial security and freedom. That's right. Also in today's show, I'm going to be sharing why Bitcoin will 10x from here to $350,000 per coin, according to the one and only Giga Chad, Michael Saylor. Also in today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you the exact Bitcoin price after the BlackRock ETF launch, which we all know is inevitable. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is episode number 1452. I'm your host, JV, and today is November 5th, 2023. Checking out Coin Market Cap. This is the accurate data right here. You can see the market cap's currently sitting at 1.32 trillion with about 36 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance back under 52%, and the Ether dominance finally back on the rise at 17.3%. As just the other day, we touched 16.9, which is the lowest I've seen the Ether dominance in a very long time. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we do have some major gainers as far as alts. Multiverse uh, EGLD is up 36%. Pancake Swap up 24%. And NEO up almost 18%. And I'm curious, which altcoins are you currently most bullish on for this bull market? Let me know in that live chat. And checking out the top gainers for the past week, I like to check out coin uh, or crypto bubbles. As you can see here, just massive gains across the board on the day for the alts. Virtually everything is in the green, only a handful in the red. And check it out for the week because they say when in doubt, zoom out even larger gains. And when we zoom out for the month, even larger again. You got some of these cryptos up over 100%, which is wild. Of course, we got the king up over 100% for the year and roughly 30% for the week. And checking out here, uh, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 70 in greed. Yesterday was a 68, last week a 72, and last month a 50, which is neutral. So there you have it, fam. How many of you are anticipating the bullish momentum to continue here in Moonvember? Let me know. But without further ado, let's uh, look at some of the charts for Bitcoin, do a little bit of TA, and see where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Bitcoin's 
price managed to climb above 35,000, which seems to be the major target for the bulls throughout the past few days. Meanwhile, some of the alts are popping and charting massive gains. Here we go. Bitcoin's price pushed above 35,000, which we're currently at, in an attempt to reclaim this level once again. At this time, Bitcoin is trading just above 35 Gs, charting an increase of less than a percent throughout the past 24 hours, as you can see here in this chart. Now, it's also worth noting that the Bitcoin dominance is declining a little for a few days in a row. For those unaware, this is the metric that's most commonly used to gauge its share relative to that of the entire market. So in layman's terms, it means the altcoins are outperforming Bitcoin collectively. But you also got to keep in mind that, that Bitcoin dominance is skewed because it also computes the stable coins. And if you remove stable coins from the uh, uh, equation, the Bitcoin dominance is way higher. I don't know the exact amount, but probably closer to 70 or 80 percent, potentially even higher. Now, some of the alts are currently blossoming. I mean, here's a more accurate depiction from Coin360. You know what I mean? You can see, you know, Polkadot, Cardano, BNB, one of the big gainers as well, XRP. I saw it broke, uh, what was it, 60 cents earlier today. Um, yeah, I don't want to focus too heavily on the alt. So let's look at some of the technicals specifically for Bitcoin. You should be able to see this on your screen. Right now, uh, overall, Bitcoin has three sell signals, eight neutral, and 15 buy, which is definitely a bullish indicator. And if we look at the oscillators, they're seven neutral, two sell, and two buy. And if we look at the moving averages, which you should be able to see on your screen. Let me know, guys. Uh, I don't know how far on the right you can see, but it shows there's only one sell signal, one neutral, and 13 buy signals. And all those buy signals are the exponential moving averages, the simple moving average, you name it. So more people are bullish right now on Bitcoin than bearish. And checking out Plan B, who is the creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model, he recently shared this update. He said, see those three red Bitcoin pumps after all the halvings, every 210,000 blocks approximately every four years. Stock the flow haters want you to believe that that was random, just a spurious correlation. But in my opinion, stock the flow will be correct again. And we will see another red pump after April's 2024 halving. Time will tell, fingers crossed. And can you see that? He's talking about these three uh, conglomerates of red, and you can see where we're at. We're about to hit those reds once again and climb. Now, stock the flow model predicts a Bitcoin price post-halving, which we know the halving is coming up in roughly, what is that, like uh, six months or less, between five and six months, sometime in April of 2024. It predicts a target between 100000 and $1 million per Bitcoin. Now, granted, that's a very wide gap. We also got to note that stock to flow has been historically the most accurate price prediction model up until the most recent cycle. But I think what changed it all, honestly, was Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX. You know what I mean? Colluding with regulators, suppressing the Bitcoin price action, and all those shenanigans which we are witnessing in the market. So I'd love your thoughts. Do you think stock to flow will be accurate post-having that we're likely to hit between a $100,000 and $1 million Bitcoin price action? Please let me know in the comments right down below. All right, fam, let's uh, now kick it with our next story of the day and discuss a Bitcoin rally. We've been talking about bullish price predictions. Well, you're going to want to hear about this one. One. Here we go. And again, uh, Max Kaiser, 
uh, as I shared in the intro of the show, I just popped in from the other universe. <laughs> and I want to tell you that Bitcoin's already trading at $10 million per coin in that universe. We're all living in the past. As we approach the Bitcoin singularity and the cosmic now, we'll all see that and live this price. The ones who never get there are incapable of seeing the truth. <clears throat> Peter Schiff, just saying. But anyways, let's now get to this next analyst target. In a new strategy session, synonymous crypto trader Blunts says that the slight pullback a Bitcoin experienced overnight is likely going to serve as its low as its price continues to surge. Quoting the analyst here, I would not be surprised to think that maybe this dip was the low on Bitcoin and it was shallow one. So we potentially can move higher. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. The strategist goes on to say that Bitcoin... Uh, by market cap structure indicates its next move will be a huge leg up. Quoting him again, if you were to be looking to long Bitcoin, I think you'd probably want to have a decent stop, maybe down here at like 33.5. But I think this next leg up, I think Bitcoin is still very, very, very much impulsive. Now, interpreting the chart using the Elliott Wave Theory, which is a five-wave form of financial analysis that forecasts market trends by examining the extremes in investor psychology and price, Blunts predicts that a parabolic rise for Bitcoin can see it land somewhere in that 50 $50,000 area. That's halfway to that six-figure mark. Send it. Quoting him again, I think, all in all, the structure for Bitcoin is still very, very much bullish, and this can potentially extend even much higher again. It'll probably end up in the 50,000s. There's potential that one of these waves is probably going to extend far higher than we can imagine, because that seems to happen to Bitcoin as well. And at some point, it just goes parabolic, and I think that it will probably happen in this leg we are probably in right now. Again, let me know if you agree with the analyst. I am still very much bullish on Bitcoin, he says. I think this overnight dip is probably a gift. Yeah, that's right. I don't think there are any signs of tops in my opinion. I think it is probably bottom tier. So let me know if you agree. Do you think the bottom is in and that we're likely to continue to march up here in uh, Moonvember? Let me know your thoughts. All right, guys, let's get to our next uh, story of the day. We have a lot to cover for you today. The next one, now that we broke down some of the targets for a bullish rally, this one is breaking news. I mean, there's a fantastic article just published, insider information talking about ETHgate. How many of you are familiar with ETHgate? ETHgate in the first place? Let me know. But this is very, uh, very interesting. I actually shared this tweet earlier. Ethereum Insider drops the bombshell as the ETH founder's fraud is bigger than the FTX fraud. Uh, uh, quoting him here, the insider, Ethereum is the fraudulent elephant in the room in plain sight, a thousand X bigger than SBF. He also says that Joe Lubin and Vitalik, who are the uh, founders of Ethereum, have been at the front with the corrupt officials at the highest levels of federal agencies, such as Jay Clayton and Gary Gens and many others. So let's dive into this a little uh, deeper. Here we go. An Ethereum insider has made allegations against Ethereum's founders, claiming that their fraudulent activities far surpassed those seen in the notorious FTX fraud case. That's right. He's an attorney and former advisor for Ethereum by the name of Stephen Neroff, who recently published the shocking piece about Ethereum just recently on Thursday. The lawyer, who has personal knowledge of Ethereum, having worked for the blockchain network previously, has come forward with explosive allegations regarding the actions of Ethereum founders Vitalik Buterin and Joseph Lubin. And according to him, these two Ethereum founders have allegedly orchestrated fraudulent activity regarding the Ethereum blockchain that exceed 
the scale of the actions committed by the former CEO and founder of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried. Quoting him here, Ethereum is the fraudulent elephant in the room in plain sight, 1,000x bigger than SBF. Now, the FTX case, which has been in the headlines clearly for about the past year, was one of the leading crypto fraud cases and the largest, which resulted in the financial loss of many investors with roughly 8 billion bucks worth of customer funds found misappropriated in FTX accounts with millions transferred into the subsidiary company Alameda Research, owned by Bankman-Fried. The founder of FTX was recently found guilty on all seven charges of fraud and conspiracy on Thursday. Now, Bankman-Fried also stands to serve potentially over 100 years in prison with this amount of charges, which it leads to, and the charges aren't even done. It's going to continue in March along with the sentences. However, Neroff has provided uh, has not provided concrete evidence at this point to support his claims against the ETH founders' alleged fraudulent activities, but this is also not the lawyer's first time targeting the ETH founders with corrupt accusations. Earlier in September, the former Ethereum advisor accused Vitalik Buterin and his father, uh, Dmitry Buterin, of a combined effort to ruin his reputation by accusing him of extortion of an ETH ICO. That's right. Now, the following in his statement of Ethereum allegedly being involved in fraudulent schemes higher than Bankman Fried's fraud case, he disclosed the founders, Joseph Lubin and Vitalik, have allegedly been colluding with corrupt U.S. government officials from some of the highest federal agencies, including that of the SEC. Check this out. The former advisor mentioned prominent government figures that Ethereum may have had secret dealings with, including the pre uh, present United States Securities and Exchange uh, Chairman, Mr. No Clarity Gary, Gary Gensler, and the former U.S. SEC chairperson that was before Gary, who is Jay Clayton. Quoting him here, Joe Lubin and Vitalik Buterin have been at the front with corrupt officials at the highest levels of the federal agencies, such as Clayton, Gensler, and many others. Let's not forget that uh, Gensler was also meeting behind closed doors with Sam Bankman-Fried. Things that make you go, hmm. Now, his allegations suggest Ethereum's corruption runs deep and high, allowing the platform to have an unfair advantage in the crypto space. The claims, which are yet to be verified, have raised questions and concerns among many crypto community members. Now, let me know if you feel these are valid claims. I mean, I've been hearing rumors and speculation regarding ETHgate for a very long time, and it's not shocking to me because I almost feel like since they switch from you know their proof of work protocol to proof of stake, there was some you know shenanigans going on behind closed doors. I think it was so they can deem Ethereum as a security. So knowing that the regulators are colluding with the Ethereum founders is quite alarming to say the least. Next up, we're gonna be discussing the latest from Rich Dad Robert Kiyosaki and his latest predictions. As you know, he has been bullish on Bitcoin for quite some time. Let's break this baby down. Now, Rich Dad's first lesson. How many of you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Let me know. Um, the first lesson is the rich don't work for money. Why? Because our wealth is designed to be stolen from our fake money via taxes, preach, and inflation in the stock market, he elaborated. Instead, the rich work for assets that put tax-free money in their pocket, cash flow assets such as rental properties, oil, food, production, and further detailed. And rather than save fake dollars, the rich save gold, silver, and Bitcoin. Preach. So the lesson, the rich do not want jobs or fake paper assets. The rich want assets that put real tax-free money in their pockets, and they know how to save real assets. 
gold, silver, Bitcoin, assets that provide lifelong financial security and freedom. Very valuable lesson. Now, Rich Dad also explained why the poor and the middle class continue to get poorer. He described the poor and middle class want jobs that promise a steady paycheck, but offer no job security. Even worse, the poor and middle class work at jobs that pay taxable fake dollar income. And he added, when they save fake dollars, then invest in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and ETFs, which are crashing as I write this text. That's right. The author, uh, Rich Dad, also has been long recommending gold, silver, and Bitcoin, made multiple forecasts relating to the prices of these three assets. Here's what he shared. He recently stated, Bitcoin is headed for $135,000 per coin. Send it and let's go, while gold will soon take off. And back in August, he said that in the event of a global economic crisis, the Bitcoin price surge will be to $1 million, with gold reaching $75,000. So he also predicts silver climbing to $60,000 an ounce, and in February projected the price of Bitcoin would reach a half a million dollars by 2025. Now we're talking my language. While gold can rise to 5,000, that's more likely. And silver might reach $500 within the same time frame. So what is that? A two, just over a 2X on gold? Whereas Bitcoin, again, way more uh, ability to rise and have much greater gains, not even uh comparative, in my opinion. Last month, uh, Rich Dad advised investors to buy Bitcoin immediately, noting he foresees a rush to buy Bitcoin as stock, bond, and real estate markets continue to crash. He additionally expressed his belief in the future of crypto, asserting that fiat money is toast, describing it as fake money, in which it is. In his view, gold and silver represent God's money, while Bitcoin is people's money. Besides issuing multiple warnings about the greatest crash in real estate, stocks, and bonds, he also cautioned the Fed raising interest rates will crash the U.S. dollar. He also revealed an investment allocation last week to help investors survive that he believes to be the greatest crash in the world history. He also recently shared his own investment strategy, emphasizing he's not trying to be Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett. Good. Who the heck wants to be that guy? Him and Charlie Munger? I mean, hmm, that's all I got to say. Yeah, let's dive into our next story of the day. Still got a lot to share with you guys. The next story is the latest from the Giga Chad Michael Saylor, who recently did an interview uh, projecting Bitcoin likely to 10x from here clearly 10x from 35,000 is 350,000 per coin so let me break this down for you and shout out to Michael Saylor the one and only you can never have too much bitcoin said Saylor appearing on CNBC one day after his company MicroStrategy reported its third quarter earnings they also just did another you know what i mean accumulation of bitcoin buying sats that Saylor is a bitcoin bull will not exactly come as breaking news. Yeah, right. We also took out a number of specific near to medium term catalysts. First among them is what soon to be a sizable reduction in the supply coming alongside a surge in demand. Bitcoin miners said Sailor need to sell Bitcoin in order to keep the lights on. And he also noted those sales are currently running at about $1 billion per month. The halving expected to occur April 2024 means the miners will soon only have half of that available to sell. Quoting him here, you are going to see $12 billion of natural selling per year converted into $6 billion of natural selling per year. At the same time, he noted, uh, spot Bitcoin ETFs are going to be the source of increased 
buying pressure. And secondly, there will soon be new rules implementing fair value accounting for company Bitcoin holdings. Long term, said Saylor, this is going to open the door for corporations to adopt Bitcoin as a treasury asset and create shareholder value with their balance sheets. And finally, Saylor addressed the current news cycle, including the fraud trial of the former uh, wonder kid, the Michael Jordan of crypto, <laughs> Sam Bankman Freed, early crypto cowboys, he said, the crypto tokens that are unregistered securities and unreliable crypto custodians were liabilities for Bitcoin. Facts. Now, for the industry to move to the next level, Saylor says we need to migrate to adult supervision. We need to rationalize away from the 100,000-ish coins that people are manipulating into Bitcoin. He also said when the industry takes its eyes away from the shiny little tokens that have distracted and demolished shareholder value, I think the industry moves to the next level and we 10x from here. We'll send it and let's go. Now, he also, in this video, shared a little more details. And I want to actually read this to you because I took the time to transcribe it. Here's what he said. For the industry to move to the next level, we need to migrate to adult supervision. We're going to need the big banks to become the crypto custodians. We're going to need Wall Street to take a role. And we need to rationalize away from the 100,000 crypto tokens, you know, yo-yo coins that people are manipulating into Bitcoin. Bitcoin is an asset without an issuer. Now, it is the one Universal, uh, universally recognized protocol that is a commodity. That's right. We got the green light from the SEC. We know it's not an unregistered security. We can't say the same about pretty much any of the other alts. Now, uh, in the space, when the banks on Wall Street and responsible custodians are managing Bitcoin and the industry takes its eyes away from all the shiny little tokens that have distracted, demolished shareholder value, I think the industry moves to the next level and we 10x from here. But now I actually want to dive into our featured story of the day. Now let's discuss where is the Bitcoin price likely to be after the successful launch of the BlackRock Spot Bitcoin ETF. I'm going to be providing you some of these predictions from the top asset managers in the world. So let's break this down. But first, I want to share with you this, as you can see on your screen, the peak price of Bitcoin every year since 2015. Now in 2015, it was trading at 465 bucks. The following year, 2016, which was the year of the halving, it almost doubled to $977. Then from 2016 to 2017, almost 20x. Good Lord. And that was the year I actually got involved in Bitcoin. I'd love to know what year you got involved. Let me know in that live chat, fam. So yeah, we almost hit that peak of $20,000. And that served as the all-time high for quite some time. In 2018, it was 18344 In 2019, it was just shy of 13000 So we dropped some in that bear market. And in 2020, it was 28837 which was, again, another year of the halving. So you can see uh, a pattern here. The year of the halving, we pump. And then the year following the halving, check that out, 67,617. If my memory serves me correct, I think we were closer to 69,000, but I guess it all depends what exchange they're using for these numbers. But that's the current all-time high, which we hit back in November of 2021. And then in 2022, it was 47,800. And thus far this year, it's almost 36,000 as we broke out just the other day, just shy of 36 G's. I think it was like 
35990. And we did a live Bitcoin watch party here on the channel. How many of you were a part of that? Let me know. So the million dollar question, what's your prediction for the Bitcoin price peak for this year? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now for the predictions from the top asset managers in the world, quoting CoinMarketCap, Bitcoin price predictions following the potential ETF approval. We know everyone's excited for the spot Bitcoin ETF approval. Here are some of the price predictions if ETF apps are approved. First and foremost, Skybridge Capital, which I believe is Anthony Scaramucci's company. They're predicting a price range between $150,000 and $250,000 per coin. Uh, we also have Fundstrat, which I believe is Thomas Lee's company, predicting $150,000 Bitcoin price action. We have Morgan Creek Capital, which I believe is a part of Pompliano. Shout out to Pomp, predicting $150,000 Bitcoin price action. We have Standard Chartered, which the largest uh, shareholder of this company, by the way, happens to be BlackRock. If you didn't know, BlackRock owns over 80% of the companies and the S&P 500, meaning a major player in all of these companies, which is wild to even comprehend. But anyways, they're predicting 120,000 Bitcoin price post having. We also have CryptoQuant projecting 50 to 73,000 here in the short term, along with Matrixport also calling for 40 to 56,000 here in the short term. I think uh, obviously a lot of these targets are inevitable as we've already blown past some of these in the previous cycle. I think 250,000 is a lock for the cycle peak, but let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And I got some more projections for you for 2024. Well, Kathy Wood has three different levels of projections. She has her 1.48 million projection for 2030, which is the bull case. She has the bear case, which is still above 260,000. And then she has the, uh, uh, what's the other case called? I forget, but the mid one, which is virtually uh, in the middle. Now, Mike Novogratz is projecting a 500,000 Bitcoin price. We have Tim Draper, the billionaire venture capitalist who has been projecting 250,000 Bitcoin price target for quite some time. We have Standard Chartered, who I previously mentioned, projecting 120,000. We have Pantera Capital with Dan Moorhead, projecting 148,000 for the King Crypto. Tom Lee, 180,000. I guess it depends on which prediction we're talking about. We have Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, projecting anywhere from 100,000 to a million dollars, depending upon the exact date. We have Adam Back, who put his money where his mouth is. He actually bet uh, some Bitcoin that the Bitcoin price is likely to reach $100,000 by March 31st of 2024, which is right before the halving, which is set to occur. We have Arthur Hayes, who's projecting anywhere from 70,000, very short term, to a million dollars. I've covered uh, projections from Arthur Hayes that even exceed that. And then we have JP Morgan Chase, who the CEO is uh, Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond, projecting 45,000 here for the short term, which I think is most likely we're going to break above 45,000, potentially here in November. But what are your thoughts, fam? Let's not forget Moon November never disappoints. Now, fun fact, if we were to average all of these bullish price predictions, the Bitcoin price would be around $265,500 per coin. I want to know if you feel this will be accurate. I think that's a very doable target. I think very realistic. I don't think that's too far-fetched, but I'd love to know your thoughts, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!